Hello, everyone. This is Carol E. Jean Carol E. On the podcast, Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. Welcome to my podcast and sponsored by and helped out by this freebie that I have with Hub Hopper. I'm really grateful to you, Hub Hopper. Um, I'm still not getting a lot of, but I'm getting off the ground. I'm trying to uh, make my podcast And uh, I want to bring hope to the world and to other people with mental and emotional issues that either can't get therapy for whatever reason, especially uh, income, especially money, or the right kind of therapy for the, the right amount of money they want to and need to spend or that their insurance will cover. It's very important that people such as us with mental and emotional issues, have hope. That is one of the biggest healing medicinal values of treatment or self-help. Because if you don't have hope, you don't even feel like getting better. You don't even feel like trying. And um, when I left the mental health system, I defied them by declaring to myself that I was not going to believe, at least on a, on a conscious, even a surface level, I was not going to believe that I couldn't be helped. I mean, you, you tell that to a person. You know, you, you tell a patient they have cancer and they have six months to live. Um, maybe to some people it's informative and helpful. They can get their will and their affairs in order and, and die. Others, it might take away their will to even live those six months. So, um, I'm determined to get better. I'm determined to get well, regardless whether I have support or not. And one of the things I shared last night in my last episode was, don't wait until you feel better. Part of getting better is walking through fear, walking through underconfidence, walking through the symptoms, walking through the issues. And that's why it is important to have hope. That's why it's important to have support if you, if you, uh, have it. And many of us don't, um, I've been educating myself on YouTube and listening to many life coaches. And I just listened to one He was counseling on YouTube about getting over a relationship. And he was saying, don't worry about working on yourself so much. You need to go out there and meet people, meet new people. And I'm not uh, doing a relationship, unless you want to count uh, the relationship I have with my girlfriend. I'm not... uh, dealing with dating, but I can remember when I've had relationships, I was so tired and some people were telling me not to wallow in it, but I was so tired and so demoralized. Others were telling me to, um, work on myself and, um, I couldn't do either. Because I felt so hopeless. 
I thought, my God, there, there goes another one. I failed again. And um, so there are a couple things I would like to discuss tonight. And um, sit back in case this becomes a 10 or 20 minute recording again. Otherwise, you can go right ahead and turn it off. If you're busy and have to have a lot to do, you can just turn this off and either listen to it later or wait for the next episode, which may or may, may not be shorter. So anyway, I'm a little tired. I just got home. Um, I was visiting my girlfriend again. They they reopened the bus stop, but get this, we had a we had a really uh, severe storm come going through San Diego County. Um, I live in California and there was a storm, storm, thunderstorms coming off the ocean and off the mountains. And we're in between the cities, like in between. And there were like thunder cells, little thunder cells everywhere. And I usually don't like to go out in, in thunderstorms. I don't even like staying in during a thunderstorm. I don't like, I don't like lightning. It frightens me. I don't like the noise. Um, I have PTSD and I don't like loud noises. I don't like being startled, you know, either, you know, loud, loud noises or sudden movement or whatever, or sudden bright lights. And, um, I, um, talked to my mentor about it cause it was on its way over to our area and, he said, Carol, I'm going to give you an, a homework assignment. And I said, okay, homework um, for your self-help process, mental wellness process. I said, okay, what, what is it? And he said, I, I want you to do what you are something that you are really afraid to do. I want you to do something that makes you feel very foolish. And I've got a feeling that you're not going to be in too much danger doing it, but it's going to be a challenge. You're probably going to go through a lot of fear. It's going to be like a, consider this a psych test, like a psych, psychological test. And he told me to go out in the storm. He told me that when the storm starts to come along, I need to go out in it. And I said, you are crazy, honey. You are completely bonkers. Um, you're, you're telling me to go and maybe get myself hurt or killed. You know, you're not supposed to go out during a lightning storm. And he said, Carol, just trust me. I want you to go about your business as usual. You were able to deal with the construction yesterday and meet your girlfriend. And everything went just fine. In fact, you came home elated that you got it done. You did it. And I said, okay, well, I trust you. I've known you since I was 10. I trust you. And he said, okay, um... I want you to go and do that, and I want you to report report back to me and let me know how your progress is going. You know, I want you to call me. Call me while you're out or text me. And um, he's in Canada. He can't, we can't meet in person. Even though things are reopening in California, he's in Canada. So he was saying that to me, and I, and I thought, I thought, Jay Willikers... You know, he's the only person in my life who's ever had hope for me or believed in me and in my life. 
you know, unconditionally and without fail. So I trust him. So I got my jacket. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to rain that hard. I thought maybe we were going to have maybe the tail end of the storm and a little thunder and lightning. And, um, I got my stuff together and I, I, I started for my girlfriend's house. I called her and told her I was coming over and she said, are you sure you can handle it, Carol? You get scared of thunderstorms. And I said, I said, I'm positive. Um, I am scared, but, um, my mentor gave me a homework assignment to come over and visit you, come over and make the, make the bus ride over. And, um, and she said, okay, I'll be waiting for you. You know, they reopen, reopen the, uh, sidewalk. You can, uh, come into my house. And I said, okay, we'll, uh, play it by ear. We'll see what we, what we end up doing. Maybe we'll go to Starbucks or someplace, have coffee. So, um, I went and dear God, I was walking up, walking up the Avenue on my street and right above the boulevard where I was going to go to catch the bus, there were frigging white streaks of lightning in this dark gray sky. The sun had just set and it was twilight and it was this really dark gray sky. And there were these streaks of lightning just pouring down. And I'm not sure how, how far they were, but they, they looked like broken lines raining down on, on, on the land right north of me. And I friggin, I friggin screamed the first time. And I, and I, I grabbed the phone and I called my mentor and I said, I'm going out and it's starting. I, you know, I'm, I, I want to keep going. I'm not going to turn around and go home. And he said, and he goes, good. You keep walking. You avoid, you avoid anything metal. Uh, don't, don't go to the bus stop structure, go over to the sidewalk near, right nearby it, you know, go, go as close to the bus stop as you say, you think you safely can avoid light poles, avoid uh, touching anything metal, avoid anything wet. And, um, have you got any jewelry on? And I said, no. Okay, good. That's metal. You need to stay away from metal and water and electrical wiring. And I did. And I said, is the lightning going to go through my phone? And he said, I don't, I don't think so. It's, it's battery operated. I think that's okay. I said, okay, you know, then I'm going to stay on the phone and wait for the bus. I had gotten to the bus stop by then. Meanwhile, the thunder was just booming. And he goes, he goes, Carol, I can hear it over the phone. I can hear little, is it, was that the thunder just clapping? And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay, just stay calm and keep walking and, um, stand away from metal objects, from metal, uh, structures. Um, maybe even stay, you know, so the, the, the lightning will just, will strike them and not you along with it. If it, if it is that close. And I didn't know if it was that close or not, but I was also using a lightning tracker, um, on my phone, a lightning tracking app. And, um, I saw like a red dot right above the boulevard, right north of the boulevard and below, uh, the street beyond. And I thought, geez, it is close. <clears throat> And, um, lightning was just streaking and I was like waiting for the bus and gabbing to Ani on the phone and trying not to drop my phone and freak out. 
And then the bus came and I jumped on. I'm like, I'm like yelling, come on, bus, come on, bus, let me in, let me in. And I got on and, um, a safe place during a storm is riding, riding a car. As long as you don't touch anything metal and hopefully, uh, you know, you, you can't, it might, might be hard to avoid, but the tires I think will help ground it, ground the lightning. So, or insulate. So, um, we're driving down the boulevard. I get to my, uh, girlfriends. I get, I get quite a show. It's like watching fireworks, lightning everywhere, thunder everywhere. And then it starts raining and I only had my windbreaker on. I didn't have my uh, rain poncho with me because I thought maybe, you know, I thought it wasn't going to rain that hard. So, um, got over to my girlfriend's and, um, we ended up driving on, on the bus out to Escondido. I said, I think I'm going to, I, you know, I, I was able to handle that ride. I think I'm going to, I'm going to go even, even further. You know, I'm going to be on the bus most of the time. And she goes, are you sure you can handle that, Carol? And I said, yes, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to, not going to hide, hide from this. So we drove around, we drove around town on the bus and there was lightning all around us. And uh, I was watching my tracker and it was saying, uh, 50 miles away, a hundred miles away, um, 200 miles away. It kept telling me where the, where the lightning was and I, we got to watch it and I felt safe on the bus. I felt safe driving around. Now I wouldn't, wouldn't go outside if I can help it. We went back and uh, it was starting to quiet down finally on, on, on our way back. Meanwhile, I'm talking to my mentor and he's monitoring me and he's saying, good going, you know, you, you can do it, Carol, you can do it. And, um, got back to her place, had a coffee and I waited for the bus to go to come home and I'm all right. And, uh, guys, you may think I'm, I'm making a fool out of myself. You may think I'm totally being, being, uh, stupid, but I went with this idea of to die is to live, to, you know, to, to, to live is to die. Just, I have lived in the gray twilight of being careful all my life. And I have run away from my problems all my life. And I knew that it was probably going to rain, rain all week. You know, the forecast had set off and on storms and, um, <clears throat> I'm okay. I, you know, things are often a lot worse in our minds than they are. And believe me, I was scared, but I knew that it would have been even scarier for me to just cower down in my room and scream every time I heard a clap. My roommate was even wondering if it was a good idea. And I said, don't worry, Bruce. Um, I, um, I'm going to be on a bus. I'm not going to be walking around in it. And he said, all right, Carol, uh, just, you know, let me know where you are when you're going to come home. And I said, don't worry. So, um, I did. Um, there's another thing I'm, I'm talking about. Um, someone on on my mesh process asked me for some advice 
on relationships. And she said, dear, she said, dear Ms. E, um, my, I, I, I was dating a married man and, um, he actually did leave, leave his wife for me. And I said, usually they don't, they don't leave their wives. And she said, well, this one did. And I said, listen, if, um, if you're going to actually have a relationship with this person and he just left her, you're going to have to face the real ramifications of a relationship. And you may even have to deal with his baggage. You may have to hear him complain about his former wife or his separated wife. And, uh, would you, would you like that? Unless you're addicted to drama, would you like that? Or would you like to have a nice peaceful relationship where you only think about each other? And she said, wow, I didn't think about that, Carol. So, um, when I got home, I, I had that email and I was counseling someone <sighs> after all that drive through the lightning Ladies and gentlemen, mental wellness feels so good and it's scary and it's exciting, but it friggin' rocks. There is hope for everybody. I know if I, if I went back and, uh, visited some people in the mental health system, they wouldn't believe that they wouldn't believe it or they, they wouldn't care. Maybe the better ones would, would be saying, what the hell are you coming back here for? And I would probably say, just visiting. Um, I'll, I'll end with this. I was visiting um, an acquaintance of mine at the hospital when I was in the mental health system. I was visiting with, with my friend Bruce, this mutual friend we had in the mental health system. And... Um, one of the nurses recognized me. This was like back in 2007, I think. No, not 2007. What year? 2009 or, or 10. It, it was 10. God, I'm confusing 7 with 10. Con 2010. <laughs>